Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jaya Nichananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Ram Ram Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Krishna So we'll be reading here and there from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And um, so the Acharyas um, are our guardians and protectors. The Acharyas are the protectors of Siddhanta. They're the guards of the great treasure of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Just like Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is known as Viruda Apa Siddhanta Dvantaharine, that he will uh, he will stand up against anyone who deviates from the bona fide conclusions. Um, so that the treasure of that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has brought to this world will be by no means uh, covered, covered by, uh, by all the different ideas, philosophies that developed under the influence of lust and envy. Everything in this material world is tinged with lust and envy. Um, only, only the liberated souls can speak pure transcendental knowledge, um, which is uh, unaltered, therefore. Um, that must come in parampara, in a, in a line of disciplic succession, and being carefully preserved. The Vaishnavas, the Vaishnavas have genuine attraction for serving Krishna. And they were the Vaishnavas, they carry the greatest treasure. Some Vaishnavas are absorbed in love. Some Vaishnavas are overwhelmed with eight bodily transformations. Other Vaishnavas have deep attachment to Krishna. Other Vaishnavas have transcendental taste. Other Vaishnavas 
are determined, determined to dedicate themselves and to become more purified. Other Vaishnavas are, are struggling, but carrying on um, in the process of purification. Other Vaishnavas are fixing themselves in the regulated process of devotional service. Other Vaishnavas are choosing to be in the association of devotees and to avoid jana sangha, the association of non-devotees and others. And they step in the circle of, of Vaishnavas um, for the first time to remain there. Mm. And others are just coming to the conclusion after many lifetimes, Bhaunam Jamanamante Kyanavam Prabhatyamte Vasudeva Savamiti Samatma Sadurlapa. That after many, many lifetimes, now we, uh, Krishna is indeed the goal of life. And they develop the initial faith. So there are Vaishnavas on all kinds of levels, but each of the Vaishnavas carrying great wealth. Oh. Because each of the Vaishnavas is bringing us to Krishna. Somehow or other, um, we discussed earlier the nature of the, the Vartma Padarshak Guru. Sorry, I lean against the wall. So the Vartma Padarshak Guru has been discussed, or the one who first shows us the path. And one point we made at the time was that the Vartma Padarshak Guru doesn't necessarily need to be a great uh, self-realized Vaishnava, but just one who has some faith and therefore, and even may not necessarily follow all the regulative principles themselves, but they have some faith and so they can point to its transcendental knowledge. And then, um, and then someone else can take advantage of that and, and, and go beyond the, the level of, of, of that person that showed the way. That is the nature. So somehow or other the Vaishnava, we need a Vaishnava to, uh, to show us the way, a Vaishnava to, uh, to enliven us, a Vaishnava to give us the, uh, yeah, to give us transcendental tastes. Uh, without, what can we do? We are dependent on the Vaishnavas. Such Vaishnavas are Vanchukalpatarubhya. They are wish-fulfilling desire trees, Vanchukalpatarus. Such Vanchukalpatarus, such wish-fulfilling desire trees, these Vaishnavas um, can, uh, can change our life. We may when we are lacking ourselves in pure vision and our vision is still influenced by lust and envy, by hankering, lamenting, um, by uh, somehow or other a mundane vision, then we may see material imperfections in the character of a Vaishnava. But material imperfections are... are very secondary, because 
material imperfections are simply uh, the packaging. They're not, not the substance. When a Vaishnava is chanting Hare Krishna, then the material imperfections are to be tolerated. Because mm, that chanting of Hare Krishna is worth everything. If we can have a kirtan with devotees, that is the one thing, the one thing we share, that we're all taking shelter of kirtan, all have a taste of, for kirtan, and then uh, whatever else is there, that uh, doesn't matter, but the taste for kirtan is there. And that is our saving grace. It is kirtan that will save us from the uh, uh, from 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 the material world. So the Vaishnavas are are the caretakers of kirtan. The Vaishnavas are caretakers of prasadam. Uh, And how can prasadam be understood? And how can prasadam be understood by the non-devotee? Ramachandra Puri thought that these devotees, they eat so much. Yes, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu take shelter, uh, take shelter in Krishna prasadam. And in this way, Sarira Vijajal Yudendriya Teika Jivavade Visaya Sagare Taramajajivayati Lalamaya Sudhumati. In this way, they can overcome uh, the senses by engaging the senses. Engaging the senses in the service of the Lord. That is, uh, that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's process. Uh, and Sarvupadi Vinir Muktam Tatparatvena Nirmalam Rishikena Rishikesa Sevanam Bhakti Ruchate Nanarada Pancharatna. It is said that we must engage the senses in the service of the Lord. And so we're engaging the senses in the service of the senses of the Lord. Um, we're looking at at what is most beautiful, and then we offer it to Krishna. And then uh, we are appreciating that beauty, uh, just as we decorate the deity. We decorate the deity in such a way that, uh, that the deity just looks stunning. And then, uh, and then we are, then each time we look, it, we are attracted. So in this way, um, by engaging the senses in pleasing the senses of Krishna, we become uh, attracted. Bhava Grahi Janardhan. Krishna is Bhava Grahi Janardhan. He doesn't look at, uh, at our faults, but he looks at that little bit of, of, uh, of sincerity in which, which we try to, uh, to serve him. And then Krishna is bhajaniya guna visista. That means Krishna is irresistible. As one engages with Krishna, 
then one has to uh, engage more and more because one becomes captured by by Krishna's qualities. Mm. Um, one generally in the material world, well, in in Dante's Inferno, at one point there is the statement, better a king in hell than a servant in heaven. Mm. And that is like the misunderstanding of the conditioned soul. How can the conditioned soul understand? Uh, how can the conditioned soul understand uh, that serving the Supreme Lord is not the kind of service where one is forced to act uh, like a paid servant? Or, or worse, a slave, uh, but rather service to the Supreme Lord. Because it's done out of love, every moment of it is, is wonderful. Every moment of it is, is exciting. Every moment of it is, is inspiring in, as we become a little bit more advanced. In the beginning, we carry our mundane conceptions. In the, in the beginning, our mundane uh, conditioning is still there, and therefore, we'd rather be served than serve. Uh, but as some more and more attraction for Krishna is developing, as more and more appreciation for Krishna is developing, then we also get more and more eager to serve. So in this way, um, we are, uh, we are happily engaged in, uh, in devotional service. Uh, trying to please Krishna. At the same time, we reach the, the limits of, of our depth in devotional service. And therefore, uh, there's cultivation. Because bhakti, bhaktimam abhijanati, bhakti comes from bhakti. So that is, a, is an essential element, uh, that bhakti comes from bhakti. Because then, uh, then anything is possible. Uh, Somehow or other, yedatena prakarena mana krishna yasevayat. So the materialist may not be able to understand the, uh, the nature of prasadam huh? and the importance of prasadam. Uh, I, I read one article of a, of a mundane scholar saying, yes, there's so much description about food. Uh, Yes, there is, because, uh, as Srila Prabhupada said, in personal calamity, Tao has moved, absolute is sentient, Tao has proved. So, the Supreme Lord himself has senses, the Supreme Lord himself has a personality. And 
in personalism that means he has preferences, he has likes, he has dislikes. Huh? And in this way, uh, we see that, uh, that Krishna um, has in the spiritual world a situation which is uh, which carries qualities just like we know in this world uh, there are beautiful places in nature with wonderful flowers trees and birds and and water cascading down over over rocks glistening in the sun and we are just just uh, experiencing the magic, the magic in nature. So such magic in nature um, is having its origin in, uh, in the spiritual world. In uh, Rudolf Otto wrote a book in, called The Holy or Das Heilige. And uh, in that book, he has defined that this world is the world of phenomena, uh, the world of, of, of objects in Sanskrit, visai, sense objects, or things, the world of the sense objects. Then, in, then there is another world, which is the nomenon. The nomenon, the nominus, is the world which is the spiritual realm. Then he points out that things from that spiritual realm flow within the material realm. And so we see uh, that the, the spiritual is sometimes, uh, sometimes overtly manifest. Mm. Yes, sometimes we see it is as if the curtain is lifted. It is as if the curtain is lifted and we get a glance of, of in a deep spiritual atmosphere. Because um, also in this world, there is, uh, in the material world, there are three modes of material nature goodness, passion, and ignorance. The material world is a reflection of the spiritual world. Therefore, the variegatedness of the spiritual world is reflected in the material world. In the mode of goodness, the reflection of the spiritual world is, is quite clearly reflected. In the mode of passion, it is more distorted. And in the mode of ignorance, it is unrecognizable. So, therefore, when we are looking at, at swans, peacocks, cranes, water lilies, deer, cows, um, these are all in the mode of goodness and therefore reflecting something of the quality of the spiritual world. And there were such places uh, where, where these kind of animals are, are present. Then there are trees that are also uh, 
pious trees blossoming with flowers and fruits and and and, and such a uh, environment which is predominated by goodness is um, is actually uh, is carrying some serenity uh, it creates a serene atmosphere a beautiful pond with lilies and paddling swans and then a peacock seat, seated on a tree and some water is a little waterfall and all very beautiful and very pleasant um, and it is whereas if we go into uh, into a more passionate uh, place uh, the spiritual influence is less visible and in the mode of ignorance everything is polluted and dirty and smells and and horrible uh, either industry polluted or or uh, polluted in some other way uh, depressing place yes so the devotees um, they need not turn away from the world. They turn away from the lower modes of nature and they turn towards the mode of goodness. And, that, and they cultivate the mode of goodness uh, as a, as a, and, and practice then in the midst of the mode of goodness their transcendental uh, activities. In this way, um, spiritual life begins on earth. It is not that one has to somehow or other be in that other world. I was also uh, reading today uh, in an article. Okay, let's I just get some water on one second. I was reading an article uh, of uh, Charles Dimmick Jr., who is a uh, was was a scholar, a scholar uh, or a scholar studying Prabhupada's books. Uh, no, <laughs> what am I saying? A scholar in uh, in in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, uh, and. Uh, a scholar in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And so he was, uh, was saying how the Gaudias seem to go from like uh, the earthly realm into the other realm and they just shift into identities. Uh, uh, they see the, the other identity behind 
personalities. Now, yes, you know, Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Radha Krishna, Anya. So we understand that Lord Chaitanya is also Krishna and is also Radharani. We know, we can see that. And we understand that his associates, um, who they are, Balaram, Holonitai, Nichananda is Balaram. So Nichananda Balaram. So yes, we can we can see the, this double identity. Although, you know, that's maybe not always in the foreground for the sadhaka. Uh, for the sadhaka uh, who is just trying to cultivate bhakti, that, that's not so in the foreground. Uh, that is more in the advanced stages. That is in the stages of ruchi um, and upwards, ashakti, bhav, and prem, that that becomes like the the focus. For the kanista, that is not the focus. For the madhyam, that may not be the the main focus. For the, the kanista, the main focus is to make connection. For the Mahadyam, uh, the main focus is purification. For the Uttam, the main focus is the relationship with the Supreme Lord. And then naturally comes also the tendency of his, of one's own eternal identity. Mm. But, um, then we're back with the internal purpose and the external purpose. The external purpose of the Lord to widely distribute love of God. I've made one point about that earlier, that there is the the external purpose is about uh, becoming completely selfless. Hmm. And in order to be a real servant, we must become selfless. But how can we? It is not so easy. Because in this age, we are so self-centered, so completely self-centered, that it is very, very difficult to give up our self-centeredness. But in becoming an instrument of the mercy of Sri Chaitanya in Harinam Sankirtan, that selflessness is gradually developing. So that is really... Amazing. Oh, that is amazing. So we are, uh, for most of us then, the uh, internal identity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates, we know, we know that Rupa Goswami is Rupa Manjari. Uh, we know. But Generally, we're just looking at Rupa Goswami, the instructor. Uh, Rupa Goswami, the instructor, who is is telling us what to do, what not to do, uh, so that we know how to actually be a devotee. Uh, because it's not just about sentiment, it's about behavior. And that one has to adjust his behavior. 
and by adjusting one's behavior in the service of Krishna, then sentiments will change and then as Krishna is pleased, he will reveal himself. That is another matter. Therefore, for most of us, the focus is on, on behavior. Hmm? Behavior. Yes. Yes, one minute. And of course, you know, like uh, one difficulty is, is when we uh, become learned. Nasta Prayesu Bhadesu Nityam Bhagavati Sevya Bhagavati Uttama Sloka Bhakti Bhavati Naistiki. That it is stated that Nasta Prayesu Abhadesu Nityam Bhagavati Sevya. Our almost all that is inauspicious in the heart will be destroyed by studying Srimad Bhagavatam. And what is, why almost? Because as we are studying there is a t- and becoming learned, there's a tendency to become proud. So one has to be careful. Humility then is a principle. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so... Like here's the example how Lord Chaitanya was in Varanasi and people were criticizing Lord Chaitanya and then Tapan Misra and Chandrasekhar, they expressed to Lord Chaitanya that this this was going on and it was intolerable to them. But Lord Chaitanya...